not all heroes wear capes, but all moms are heroes. Welcome to the podcast for moms, not all heroes wear capes with your hosts, Betsy Pendergrass and Tina Smith. We want you to know that we hear you and we see you. Join us weekly for laughs, serious talks, and occasional tears as we share with you funny stories and serious chats on all things mothering. Our prayer is that your time here will be an encouragement as we walk this journey with you together. Welcome back to the podcast. Betsy and I are here. Betsy snowed in. they just keep getting snow down south and you're in tennessee and like goodness gracious you have more snow than i do in the mountains of north carolina i mean it's crazy west tennessee where our daughter is our oldest daughter is they have even more than us and west tennessee never gets snow well look at texas yeah texas Texas, 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 we're praying for you texas folks texas was closed for a while (laughs) We're it's closed. Crazy. I mean, even the banks aren't open. I know We're that's closed. bad. That's bad. And I woke up to thunderstorms and heavy rain this morning. It's like February, folks. Like what? <laughs> what in the world is going on? <laughs> that's crazy. But it anyway, is crazy. That is not what well, we didn't come on here to talk about. We're not meteorologists. <laughs> It is cloudy at 20. (laughs) And we have our little map here with our hands. No, we're just kidding. (laughs) We're so thankful for you and that you put up with us and our craziness because we're just. (laughs) We all just grab a cup of coffee and have a seat. That's right. Have a seat. And just, we want to welcome you to our podcast and Thank you for being a faithful listener to us. We have, this is this round, this is take two on this podcast. Which that never happens. Never. I, I don't never. think we've ever had to do this before. No. So I'll give the backstory a little bit. We found this thing that Betsy went, read to me and we're like, oh, we got to talk about this on a podcast. So we talked about it on a podcast. We had a great podcast and it was, it was a good podcast, but we can't <laughs> air it because there were some things that we found out about this thing that we read that were erroneous and yeah. we want to have integrity here, but, but here's the thing. We're still going to talk about that, even yes. though it was written by who knows who, but attributed to CS Lewis. So maybe some of our listeners have seen it out there on social media and stuff, but we're going to talk about it today because it's very relevant. And I think we need to expose some of the lies of the enemy that we have bought hook, line, and sinker over the last year. Yes, absolutely. And, and the thing is, is that I feel like it's just another nail that's been put in to try to prevent this conversation from happening. And so that's why I'm even more passionate about us doing this and doing it well, because we're not backing down. We see that this is important and we're pressing forward in it. And uh, it's important enough to us to do it twice. So I'm going to read the article, the little uh, creation that we found. It is not written by C.S. Lewis, but it is amazing. And I wish I knew who wrote it. One young devil asked an old man, how'd you manage to bring so many souls to hell? 
The old devil answered, I'm still fearing them. Answers the youngster, great job. And what were they afraid of? Wars? Hunger? Answers the man, no, they were afraid of disease. For this, the youngster says, does it mean they didn't get sick? Are they not dead? Was there no one to rescue for them? And the old man answered, but no, they got sick, died, and the rescue was there. And the young devil surprised and says, I don't understand. And the old man said, you know, they believed the only thing they have to keep at any cost is their lives. They stopped hugging, greeting each other. They moved away from each other. They gave up all social contacts and everything that was human. Later, they ran out of money, lost their jobs, but that was their choice because they were afraid for their lives. That's why they quit their jobs without even having bread. They believed blindly everything they heard or read in the papers. They gave up their freedom. They didn't leave their own homes literally anywhere. They stopped visiting family and friends. The world turned into a, such a con concentration camp without forcing them into captivity. They accepted everything just to live at least one more miserable day. And so living, they died every day. And that's how it was easy for me to take their miserable souls to hell. Mm. So the whole premise there is the enemy talking to one of his understudies, one of his demons understudies. Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. Which the screw tape letters by C.S. Lewis, which I highly recommend reading. Oh yeah. Is the same thing. It, it is, it is um, uh, the enemy with his understudy teaching him how to manipulate humankind. Right. Yeah. And the bottom line of what we were going for is the fact that we are laying down our lives every day mm -hmm. on the altar of trying to save them. And right. the, the falsification is that we have absolutely any control over our lives, <laughs> which we, and we don't like, no. it's crazy. None of us are going to die before God says we're going, he already wrote the days in his book and God doesn't change. Like there's well, nothing I can do to speed that up or slow it down. Cause God already knows the day he's taking me home to heaven. Well, and you know, Tina, if you think about it, let's say we knew how many days we had left. Let's say mm -hmm. we knew we had one day left. Mm -hmm. We go, what are we going to do with it? We're going to live it up. Yes. Yeah. And let's say we knew it and it was 70 years from now or 60 years from now or 50 years from now. Are, are we going to live the same today if we know we've got 50 years? No, I venture to say we wouldn't because we wouldn't be scared. No, we wouldn't be making decisions out of fear because we'd know, hey, I don't have to try to control my life and make sure I'm going to stay alive because I got 50 more years. Right. <laughs> but if we thought we had one day, we would do the same thing. We would. There's a country song that keeps coming to my mind right now. It's live like you're dying. It makes me cry. That song yeah. makes me cry. We're, we're all going home. Yes. Okay. But we're living lives right now that are like they said, like a concentration camp. We're like hauled away in our homes. We're not hugging. We're not face to face, you know, and you and I were just talking about this <clears throat> before we came on and we were talking about how, what if we didn't have zoom? Yeah. What if we didn't have Instagram 
and all these other places where we can meet with people, what would we be doing? We would yeah. be out meeting with people, right? So I think yeah. there's been, there's, it's a, it's a catch 22. It's been great that we've had these Zoom rooms and these places to meet, but it's pulled us out away from our own communities that yes. God has called us to. And, you know, I was sharing with you how the Holy Spirit reminded me that the enemy attacks where he's losing. Yes. Right? So he's losing big time in these Zoom rooms and yeah in these groups that are you know going on in cyberspace and i honestly think he will attack here especially for us as christians yeah and you know we have to think about that what are we going to do we need to still connect with those in our communities now neither one of us are saying that you should not protect people that's not what we're saying we're but even saying... that, like even in the way we think of that, like really, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we think we can do anything to to protect, to save, to control or manipulate the days of another person. Wow. That's a lot of pride. It, who do we think we are? Well, and yeah. what is it? Like one of the questions oh. that I thought of yesterday was like, if you had a gauge um, during this season, are your relationships deepening? Like, what, like, take a look at that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, my parents are older Mm -hmm. and they, they had gone for months and months and months and not gotten to see any of their best friends, which are in their Sunday school class. And they've both been miserable. Mm -hmm. The thing is, and my stepfather said to me, he said, if living means I don't see any of y'all, Mm-hmm. any I'm already not seeing any of my friends mm-hmm. but if living means not seeing y'all that's not living right we're not me. living anymore yeah we're, we're not living down. anymore no no I mean I have to be honest I have kids all over and you know hundreds and hundreds of miles away from me I have still gone to see them yes and I, I applaud still, you for that we still travel I've been flying you know, yes, I, kids, I mean, I, my kids have been flying. Yeah. I mean, I, and we're fine. We've been fine. We did a, a retreat in September. We were fine. And nobody got sick. No, nobody did. We did great. You know, does that always happen? No, but is God still in control? Yeah. Well, and the thing is, I mean, let's say somebody did get sick at it. I mean, Y'all, the bottom line is we can't even control that. I mean, if if we, the thing is, if you're sick, stay at home. Right. I, I mean, I don't want my parents hanging out with somebody who has the flu. It would be dangerous for my stepfather to be exposed to the flu. Right. I don't want my mom to be exposed to a cold because right. she has a hard time getting rid of a cough. She can't take certain medications. So I don't want her getting a cold. Mm-hmm. But that is applicable across the board. It is. So if, if you're not feeling well, stay at home. Right. But we've bought into this lie that we can control, but the w- better word is manipulate yeah. who, how this works. And we try to put that fear and that control and that manipulation on everybody else that's around us. We're jaming people. And y'all, none of that is from the Lord. No. Not at all. No, but we've bought into it. Yeah. 
we've, we've taken our focus off of Jesus Christ and we're now focusing on the news and the CDC and all the things that are going on around us instead of following Christ or what would everybody think? And what would everybody think? Who are we trying to please? The only person I'm supposed to please is God himself. And And I'll be honest with you, (laughs) all those times that I've traveled and the, the retreats that I've been to and done and I had peace about it. Yes. I complete, if I didn't have peace about it, I wouldn't have done it. Well, and that's the thing. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the direction and guidance and wisdom of the Holy Spirit. So we yeah. can ask. I know that Diane and Tim, my mentor and friend, was uh, had a wedding that came mm-hmm. up. And she was super nervous about going to the wedding. So they both prayed. Mm-hmm. And they had peace about it. Although in their minds, they battled yes. about it. They're mm-hmm. thinking they had peace. And they went and they reconnected with some friends that they have not seen in decades. And she said it was absolutely the best time they had had in years. And if they had not gone, they would have never reconnected with this couple and neither one of them got sick and it went great. And so like, we don't have to figure it all out or rationalize it out. We can ask God for wisdom and guidance and we Mm -hmm. can, we can follow his direction. I just recently got together with a bunch of girls um, at a local restaurant. And I'm going to tell you what, that place was packed out. Yeah. And it was awesome. Yes. Chatting, people having a good time and we all reconnected and it was wonderful. It was wonderful. Because we need it. What we're doing in the body of Christ is we are isolating ourselves and it's dangerous to isolate. And what we need is to be able to link arms with each other, with fellow believers to Mm -hmm. grow in our relationships, have people who can speak into what's going on in our lives, people to look at us in the face so we can know that we Mm -hmm. know that we know that they're being honest with us and that they're loving us well. And so, and y'all, I'm telling you, you can't get that in a text. No, you can't get that in a Zoom room. Yeah. Are you building relationships? Yes. Yes, you are. Definitely. When you get to see those people in real life, you know, those people. Yes. There's there's no human touch. I mean, think about it. They beg people to come to the NICUs and hold babies because they need physical touch. We were created for physical touch with one another. They're little vulnerable babies, Tina, little tiny Mm -hmm. babies. And they ask people to come touch them. Yeah. Like it's an invitation to come hold these little infants. And, and yet we're doing just the opposite. And y'all we're Christians. We, we have a faith. We have a God who is bigger than sickness. We have, and yet we're acting just like the world. Because we're we're afraid. There is a spirit of fear that has fallen over our country and we are bowing down to it. It's tangible, y'all. Fear is tangible. And it's not from God. No. It's not. not, He does not not, give us a spirit of fear. No, he doesn't. And yet, and I'll confess, I've fallen into it at times. I, you know, or it's like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I had a a meeting here at my home recently and it was wonderful. Yeah. I got to cook for people. I got to have people around my table. We sat and we laughed. Nobody's sick. We're all good. Well, and that's the thing. We are acting out of our fear. And now I want to say this. 
neither Tina nor I are shaming anybody. Mm -mm. This is not a shame fest. This is an empowerment conversation. Yes. This is a, we see this as a struggle and we want to encourage you that you do not have to live like the world. You can live counterculture to culturally toward mm -hmm. the world. I don't know if I even said that right. <laughs> I was but, so sorry. Counterculturally. That sounds good. Yeah, we'll, work. we'll go with that. We know what you're talking about. And so the thing is, is that, um, there, oh, that verse in uh, Matthew, you know, uh, we're the light of the world in a city on a hill. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we are not on that hill, we're not going to be, our light is not going to be shining. It's if not we, gonna be seen. we're putting it under the, the bushel basket, that's yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. I don't we're know. Bushel. No. Yes. Yeah. And so, so we're choosing to not impact the culture and the world around us because we're isolating ourselves. And yep. that is not our position in Christ. No, we are conquerors in Christ. We yeah. have the armor of God to cover us. We, yeah. I mean, nothing in our um, stance is to be about hiding. No. Except in Christ. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's a done deal anyway. That's right. <laughs> that's that we can do to change that. But I like this quote from C.S. Lewis, and this is from C.S. Lewis from the Screwtape Letters. It says, it is funny how mortals always picture us as putting things into their minds. In reality, our best work is done by keeping things out. Mm. Like the truth. Mm. I think we've gone back to this so many times, but we the have. bottom line is what, how are we making our decisions? I think that's what it boils down to. Who are we focused on and yes. who, how are we making those decisions? And man, the peer pressure these days, Oh gosh. the peer pressure's off the charts. It's like people, like I have, you know, freedom Yes, to do this. I mean, I'm not gonna, I don't listen. I'll wear a mask. If they ask me to wear them, I'm not worried about that. Right. Yeah. But this not getting together thing and being holed up in our homes. It's killing our kids. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Our what kids it is are right suffering. Now. Kids are so kids are dropping out of school like crazy because yeah. it's all online. Right. Kids, young kids are suffering with depression who never have before because they don't, they're not out around people. They need yeah. socialization. We need, we were created for community. We need community. We need to reach out to our neighbors, those around us in our community and have them around the table. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I did a post this week about easy ways to gather and they're applicable for right now for anybody. That's right. So, you, you can look at those on Instagram, Betsy Pendergrass, and check out those easy ways mm -hmm. together. And if you're uncomfortable with multiple people, just have one person. Yeah. Have have one person today and then a little bit, have another person. That's right. But do take steps. I had a counselor tell me here in Nashville, uh, who's a professional counselor, crisis situations, that at some point over this virus that the 800%. So I'd like to know what are the, what are the, the numbers for depression? Cause if suicide was up 800%, what do those numbers look like for people struggling with depression? And I'm here to tell y'all, we can push back against that. Yeah, we, we there can. are, 
are steps that you could take to, to aggressively combat and come against. Now, okay, yeah. there are people who have chemical depression. I'm not talking about those people. Okay. No, no. And that's legitimate. Okay. Yeah. Like, yes, there's no shame if you're, you know, taking some medication to help you deal with your depression. I'm not talking about that. No. But I'm talking about if in the last few months you have really struggled because you've been isolated, let's mm-hmm. talk. Yeah, <laughs> let's absolutely. Let's talk gathering. Yeah, it, it, we need to do that. And it's like you said, it doesn't have to be 10 people around your table. It can be one. Yeah. And having coffee and conversation. Just so I'm telling you, if Tina and I are having 10 people over, don't be trying to shame us. (laughs) (laughs) Look, don't. No, Uh, it's my home. uh, It's my home. And every person that comes realizes I'm about to go into a group of people and they get to make a decision based on the Holy Spirit as to whether or not they come or not. And it's fine. Well, if somebody, yeah. If somebody feels like they're not comfortable coming, okay. Yeah, that's but fine. But that doesn't mean you can't extend the invitation. That's right. That's right. And then if you if you do get sick, please take personal responsibility for that. Because that's the other thing that's going on here that's so frustrating is that people get sick and then they blame wherever they've been for getting sick. And it's like, nobody twisted your arm. It's a, you had the freedom to do that. And I'm sorry, Tina. This blame crap, this blame, blame game, mm-hmm. nobody knows where they get it from. I don't no. care if you think you are a hundred percent certain yeah. you can get to heaven and the yeah. Lord could say, sister, that's <laughs> not where you got it from. <laughs> and that, that you did a whole lot of damage blaming folks for it. Yeah. I mean, we, we just, I, I don't think God is going to do that. <laughs> By the way, no, I don't think he will either. I was using that as <laughs> a picture. An example, yes. Of an example. I'm not saying that's what the Lord's yeah. going to do, but I am saying we can think we're a hundred percent right about something and be a hundred percent wrong. That's so right. We just need to have grace and we need to proceed and make our decisions, not out of fear and trusting the Holy Spirit. That's what it boils down to. We, we, what's our motivation? Yeah. Are we sitting at home, not meeting with people or getting together with friends because we're scared or because God has genuinely said, don't do that. Yeah. That's where you have, you have to answer that question. We can't answer that question for you, but don't buy a bill of goods from the Yes. That's it. Will you pray for us, Tina? Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you that you are on the throne. Lord, help us to discern the lie from the truth. Help us to see the schemes, plans, and purposes of the enemy. And in the name of Jesus, tear them down. Lord, help us as as believers to um, continue, Lord, in our relationships with one another, whatever that might look like, Lord, whether it's one-on-one or a group of people. But Lord, help us not to give in to the system. Help us to be strong, courageous, and grant us the grace to walk through this, Lord, and come out on the other side exactly where you want us to be. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you walk alongside of us and that you guide us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. how valuable your time is and we are so thankful you chose to spend some of it with us today we hope you've been encouraged you can find betsy at gatheringaround.com and tina at raisingkidsonyourknees.org enjoy your day and we will see you again